Hello and welcome to That Happens, a podcast with me and Jeff that doesn't really have much of a form or function, but we talk and then play D&D. I'm Spencer Crindon, joined by Jeff B. Davis. Hello, Hapuccinos. How's everybody doing? Uh, yeah, we're, we're not about form over function or function over form. We're, we're about... Uh, Neither form nor function. Uh, not only is the show shapeless <laughs> and shifty, uh, it provides no actual merit or value to uh, to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I think that's that I think that's liberating, don't you? Yeah, the, you know they say be like water, Jeff. And this podcast is like water, except it's not refreshing in any way, and it's not some sort of essential resource for maintaining hum- homeostasis or staying alive. Yeah, we're like we're like water in like Flint, Michigan. Uh, it's it's uh, what 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 little what little there is it'll it'll probably it'll probably give you leukemia. Yeah, it's like a Russian roulette of uh, of beverages. Yeah, has Flint sort of their water situation now? Are they still are they still dying over there? Man, that's so sad to think about. There's been this account that's like it's been seventy days and and Flint still doesn't have clean water or whatever. You know that account is probably still tweeting. It's probably. Like, it's probably been close to fifteen hundred days. Let me see if I can try to find let's it get, out. Let's let's get uh, our our microchip uh, computer master uh, Kevin Day on the on the stick here. Hello, Kevin. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How you doing tonight, Jeff? I'm good. Again, your your background changes almost every episode. There's, there's always something new in uh, Casa de Day. Yeah. No. This, this, it has actually changed this time. I'm I'm in a new room today. Is, is it is it the new place? This is the new crib that you've, you've moved into. Yeah, so I've I've moved into a new house, and this is actually like my permanent office. I was in a temporary office while this was all getting built and put together and everything. So we're together now. So is that a real guitar back there? Or a little baby guitar? Is that just pr- no, perspective? Yeah. Huh? What What is it? Guitar. Yeah. It's like a oh, for, oh, for the oh, podcast. It's, just, it's like a red and white electric guitar. Oh, okay. It, it was just far away. It looked like a little. It's signed by. <laughs> Who's it signed by? Uh, who? ZZ Top. Yeah. Uh, Dusty, the guy that just died, or or just the whole, or the whole band, or what? Yeah, all of them. This is pretty old. So yeah, this was a, this was used in some one of their concerts. Uh, you want to sh- you want to shred for us? No, I. It's, it's oh. Yeah. You Give used to shred. Tell us about your shredding days. Uh, a long time ago and terrible. No. Oh. Yeah. See, I have my guitar behind me totally as a prop because I can barely play shit. But uh, you know what? Um, I, I find that it lends some sort of uh, artistic credence to my uh, otherwise desolate office. I live like a Quaker, you guys. Uh, there's almost nothing on my walls. Uh, I, I like it like that. Do you want to try and to, 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 to rip some fatty licks for us? Who, me? Yeah, well, you, no, I Kevin, see a guitar Ke- there. Ke- Kevin, Kevin, I think, has more shreddability... Than I do. Are we talking about a dueling banjos situation that's brewing right now? <laughs> well, well, and well, so well, we go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, we also haven't mentioned that Kevin has a decapitated head on a desk on his on his Zoom background. Do you want to talk yes. about that, Kevin? It is my uh, Lego wing. That okay? The surface back there is so far away. <laughs> There's like some serious foreshortening going on. It's yeah, like, like you, that's got to like be ten feet behind him. He, Kevin's place is like the Winchester Mystery House. It's uh, <laughs> it's all sorts of. Uh, he, he's gonna roll a ball uphill. It's gonna be great. 
Yeah, and so I did find I find Mari Kopenny, who is a little Miss Flint, who was the one that was tweeting about this, and she hasn't tweeted about it in at least a month, and I stopped scrolling, but she has started school, and her school teachers don't know how famous she is, and it's been day seven, and they still haven't realized who she is. So, you know, I don't know if that helps us very much. Tell me who she is. She's she's Little Miss Flint. She's a girl that was an activist about little uh, about Flint's water crisis. So uh, a lot of times, like that, she was the voice of that or like the face of that kind of plight. She was a little girl, and now she's like in high school or something, which is another marker of time that's very fucked. It is. You know, what also is fucked. Uh, well, we don't. Tecate light. Tecate light. The show brought to you not only by Bounty. <laughs> Uh, uh, towels, which are always in the background of Spencer's uh, uh, office or bedroom or whatever this is. Uh, Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Uh, Bounty, pick up Tecate Light. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think if, 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 you, if you poured out a Tecate Light on a counter top, and you took out a fresh roll of Bounty, the, the Bounty would run away. I think even Bounty would not want to absorb... The, uh, the 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 disappointing refreshment that is Tecate Light. <laughs> Even the thirsty dirt and dust on the ground rejects the taste. Uh, d- rejects absorption of Tecate Light. Now, speaking of weird taste, uh, Spencer and I uh, might be unveiling one of uh, the weird sodas that uh, that Kevin has sent us. Um, oh yeah. I think we go. F- I, I I still have. Uh, I've got cucumber. I've got sweet corn soda, and I've got. Peanut butter and jelly soda. I think I want to go for peanut butter and jelly. That that sounds like it might have a chance. Yeah. I, I, I okay. So I don't like jelly. I just don't like it. I mean, it's not it's not horrible, but that that really gives me pause. But I think it's a textural thing. So I don't know why I'm worried about like jelly flavor in a soda. I, well, jelly is not a flavor. It's a uh, it's a preparation. Yeah, but it's an overly sweet, fruity. Right. Do you flavor. like jam, or is it, is it just the gelatinized no. thing? Like, like, like you don't like the jelly, like, like Jello jelly, or do you like like preserves, jam? Do you like marmalade? I don't like any. Like, like, no, I don't like. I don't like marmalade. I don't like any of them. It's just, I, it's, it's, it's like gooey and messy, and then it's also like it's just cloying. You know, it's way like jam and stuff. So sweet. I mean, I don't think I've had too much marmalade, but it's definitely a lot more complex and bitter. But yeah. you know, I don't know. I just it doesn't do it for me. Well, you gotta. You don't. You don't. You don't want to put too much on. Some people do. I think that's gross. When, yeah. when there's an overly jellied peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it's, it's all about ratio. Peanut butter and jelly is all about all about ratio. And I think most most sandwiches are right. Oh yeah, sandwiches are all about ratio. Same as pizzas. I mean, probably anything that's like you know bread and toppings is really ratio heavy. Right. In the morning, if if there's English football uh, or soccer on, uh, for you Yanks out there, uh, like me. Uh, I will at halftime make a very uh, British breakfast. Sometimes I'll do uh, beans on toast with a little HP sauce and you know, a little two veg fry up. But I'll, often I'll take a nice English muffin, or if you're English, a muffin, and uh, <laughs> throw a little uh, nice salty Irish butter on there. And then, because mm-hmm. you got two halves of the muffin, uh, one butter and marmalade. My friends make me make, uh, from my English friends have made me some really nice marmalades. Mm-hmm. Um, some are apricot, some are orange, some are lemon. Uh, one's a, a kind of a fig situation. That's more of just a jam. Uh, and then on the other one, butter and marmite. And if I don't, are you, are you mm-hmm. familiar with marmite? Yeah, I had this chocolate that had marmite in it once. Whoa. Or Vegemite, actually. Uh, so Vegemite. I guess not marmite. 
Yeah, the Vegemite. I, I'll I'll do a Vegemite. I don't I don't like it as much as Marmite because Marmite's like the punk rock, more nasty. Uh, like you know, it's 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 the down and dirty. It's, it's the business. I love that. You know what? I heard that you can you can get like a little spoon of Marmite or Vegemite and and mix it into like like a like a basic uh, pasta recipe like a like even kind of like a buttered noodles level pasta recipe and it really like gives it like a lot more kind of like nuttiness and 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 umami I guess that's what I've heard. Oh, yeah, you, you can start you can start a gravy with it. You can you can make a broth if you're sick. You can make a little tea out of it. It's uh it's mm. good shit. Uh, so, oh, speaking of weird weird taste, <coughs> sorry, I'm choking on my own sense of self worth. Um, oh no! Uh, uh, it's, it's always ha- it's always a hazard. Uh, <laughs> today, speaking of odd tastes, I tried for the first time mac and cheese ice cream, okay. macaroni and cheese that? flavored ice cream. It's a place. It's on Sunset and kind of like you know where the Silver Lake Lounge is, kind of near Echo mm-hmm. Park Boulevard. Not Echo Park Boulevard. Silver, Silver Lake Boulevard and Sunset. Yeah, and uh, I think it's where the old Edge Cliff or Cliff's Edge or. I forget. Um, it's next to the Thirsty Crow, uh, the bar mm-hmm. where my friend works. Um, right. I, I forget the name of it. Llewellyn's? Something like that. And they, they have some funky flavors. And my friend had bought uh, mac and cheese flavored. And it was very much the color of Kraft macaroni and cheese. And I <laughs> sure. got to tell you, I liked it. I wouldn't eat a whole pint of it. I think I could was get maybe through about... It was sweet. It was kind of sweet and salty in the way that a butter pecan is sweet and salty, and I like that. I, I like the kind of ice creams that have a little bit of, not savory, but like I, I love like the the nut flavored ones, like uh, butter pecan and pistachio and things like that. Uh, so this was salty and sweet, kind of a vanilla-y situation, and then the 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 craft orange magic powder flavor kind of washes over you. So it was it was a little disturbing, but it was very good. And whoever created it really nailed it. I don't know if they actually just threw in a packet of a uh, of craft powder in there, but it was a uh, it was good. I think it's worth a try. I can't. I'm gonna try to. You, do you know the place I'm talking about, uh, uh, Kevin? Well, Lewin's sounds like a place. That sounds like an ice cream place. Lewin's or something like, like that. Or I don't know how you say that word, but I, I know what word you're saying. It's like like Lewin Lewin Davis or whatever. It's like that that name, right? Lewin. Yeah. S- say what? Van Leeuwen. Van Leeuwen. On Sunset Boulevard. Oh, if, if, yeah. if, if you're in the, uh, the L.A. Silver Lake area, uh, swing by. It's very tasty. This is not an ad. I don't know these people. But I've been there before. And since I've been drinking less, I was telling the boys uh, Hapuccinos before we started recording. Uh, but since I've been drinking less lately, uh, not only is my uh, skin brightened and my hair more soft and manageable, but um, I, my sweet tooth has gone mad because I'm not getting all that sugar from beer and Fernet Bronca and stuff. So I've just been right. eating can't I've been eating just peanut butter cups and drink I'm drinking like soda pops. Well this is a like the Pellegrino. It's not super sweet. But I, what I, flavor I just is that? It's the uh, Arancata orange. Ah. And uh normally I would throw a little vodka or some gin in this bullshit, but uh I don't, I don't want it right now. I'm feeling good. Oh, there it is. Van Leeuwen. Matt, oh, yes. Kevin has found it. That that is it. It's uh I got to tell you it, it was, it's pretty good. It was what surprisingly it French? good. French. It says French ice cream. What makes it French? And then it says uh, estimated Brooklyn. That's not in France. Established, established Brooklyn. Not estimated, estimated Brooklyn, Brooklyn twenty eighty eight <laughs> or whatever. They estimate that Brooklyn was founded in two thousand and eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yes. French ice cream. I think it's because you use your tongue when you eat it. Oh, you gotta, you, shit. Yeah. L- limited edition Kraft macaroni. Oh, it is, it's got Kraft. Does it, is there a trademark on there? there is. Yeah, there is. Oh, wow. Kraft wow. macaroni cheese. So, so, so the good people at Van Leeuwen, uh, or Leeuwen, Leuven, Leuven, uh, uh, that doesn't sound French. It sounds way more Dutch than anything. Yeah, that did look like Dutch. Yeah. But, so, yeah, man, French ice cream. I, companies have recently figured out they can just shit out something that has one other thing on it you know they're just like it's ice cream but craft mac and cheese it's craft mac and cheese but domino's pizza it's domino's pizza but uh tyson chicken nuggets you know and then everyone just goes shit like they they really figured out that you could just take any two things that like people like and then someone will be like i want it you know that's why uh that's why they have like birthday cake mountain dew and stuff Right from the good people at birthday cake, uh. <laughs> but you don't you, you don't know we shouldn't even talk about big birthday cake on this podcast. Did we talk about uh, last episode? Stop me if we have uh, about the fact that I'm going to be in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Have, did we discuss that last time? I feel like ages ago you talked about having been there, but I don't. I don't what, what's what's going on? Well, we're, like you're talking about brand names stuff like that. We're going to be in Hershey, Pennsylvania with Who's Live anyway. And again, if you want to go see our shows, we're going to be on the road all over North America. We're going to be just about everywhere. Uh, so if you like live comedy and you want to come see me and Ryan Styles and Greg Proops and Joel Murray and uh, Bob Durkash lay it down, uh, go to who's live, uh, who's live com and uh, spell, spell who's the correct way with a O-S-E. And uh, well, we're going to be in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And it's right by the Hershey chocolate plant. Not my favorite chocolate in the world, but I will eat it. No. Uh, again, if there was Hershey chocolate right here, I would be nibbling <laughs> like a little hamster. I would just be mm-hmm. nibbling on it. But um, we're all adults in, in the cast. Um, we're all um, professional comedians. And yet, if you thought we ever got over the fact that the hotel that we stayed at was located on the Hershey Highway, you are quite mistaken. Now, that, that just never stopped being hilarious. and just little fuckers the hotel you know you get off the road you're tired you've been traveling all day we we usually have about two three hours from when we land at the hotel before we have to get to the theater for sound check and do the show so that's your time to relax have a shower maybe a quick nap maybe get some room service or if you're me go wander around and try to find something to eat that's out of the hotel and um we walk in there, and there were no less than four million children absolutely cranked out on chocolate, just running around like, like bats in a cave, and, uh, and couldn't get any sleep. So we retaliated that night by staying up until three and smoking weed and drinking all the booze we could find until the hotel brass had to come shut us up. Yeah. And, uh, so up yours, children. And on the pillow, you ever see the fucking, the giant Hershey bar, the one that weighs a pound? Mm-hmm. yeah it's like like maybe like i don't know an inch and a half two inches thick and it, it like it literally weighs a pound they leave that on your pillow whoa awesome yeah damn man are you are you a chocolate guy kevin uh, spencer what about you kevin i love chocolate yeah I, I'm, a, I'm a chocolate fan anything sweet spencer did you get did you get quieter what, t- t- talk again Oh, I did get quieter. Yes, I uh, I realized I was um, not. Am I too quiet now? I could turn it back up. I, I quiet, usually get quiet. I'm for usually me. blowing out the mics, so I'm trying to I'm trying to not let myself blow out the mics. Um, sorry. Well, that, that that goes back to your hip hop roots of, of just natural naturally blowing out the mic. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I crushed the mic. Is that, I think that's something people used to say in the, the rapping days. Is I, I crushed the mic. the mic. You got to eat the mic. Yeah. And as Tazonde says, I lean away from the mic to breathe in. Like Tazonde? Yeah, he uh, the the famous the famed uh, uh, artist behind Chocolate Rain, a All song right. about systematic Don't racism. Fucking why did you have to say that? Because now the rest of my night, Chocolate Rain. Some stay dry and others feel the pain. <laughs> Jesus Christ! A baby uh, boy will die before the sin. You just ruined my whole week. You ruined my whole week. <laughs> I've been the, the I've old, been having jingles stuck in my head all all week it's been just just a flood of just various japanese phrases mostly i've been watching a lot of anime give, give, give us one sekai wo no ari de umarita hikari imakaze no naka sorry really i didn't hard? my my voice was really bad at the beginning i like i really i started on a bad note but you've memorized the actual you, you, those those are the words you've memorized there's a couple words that are off it's sekai no i think it's owari and then it's day um owari day then i'm not exactly sure what the word is uh and then hikari imakaze no naka yeah i don't know so i know all but two words i guess i actually speak learning- enough Jap- i speak enough oh. japanese to to know actually what that means Really? Yeah. Is this a bit? Oh, no. oh go for it. It actually, in, in Japanese, it loosely translates to give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, the well, fucking chili peppers. Did we, if, I, if I yelled about the chili peppers before, I must have. No, please do. I like the red hot chili peppers. Yeah, you, you would. So here's the thing. No, no, go for it. It's fine. I'm from Los Angeles. I'm from Southern California, and uh, which is where Los Angeles is. And if you're from Los Angeles, I don't know a single person that's from LA that is proud that the Chili Peppers are also from here. They're they're just terrible. Um, when I was like 13 and I was a skater or 14, I don't know, and you know d- didn't know any better, we would go skating, and you know we'd be like, you know, street street skating and stuff like that, and we'd have a boombox, and we would play. One, the, is it the first record or one of their first records the uplift mofo party plan and we thought it was pretty cool we thought it was good skate music and then you get older and you mm-hmm. realize what the fuck are we listening to um very bad I, i'm gonna turn my air conditioner off because it's making me want to yell and meanwhile i'll sing one of the red hot chili peppers uh greatest hits billy bong a bong a bong a burbank glendale that's that's actually a better lyric than, uh, than they actually did. But I will say this: John John Daly ha- uh, made like these parodies a parody song of of Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's really good. It's called Abracadab California. It's did good. I tell you about the about the concert I went to recently? No. Um, a friend or of mine. Did, I don't know. Well, again, this is the Jeff Davis. Stop me if I told you this before. Uh, corner. Um, a friend of mine, Mike. Uh, his girlfriend or fiance or wife i'm not sure which i uh, had to bail out last second of a concert and he says jeff do you want to come to the john anson ford uh, amphitheater uh have you guys ever been there up on the coenga pass it's a great no. uh, amphitheater uh on the coenga pass as you go uh, leave hollywood and go over to the valley mm-hmm. and it's up against the hill and it's like it's kind of like a like a little miniature 
Greek theater or you know, like a very, very miniature Hollywood Bowl. And uh, it's really cool. I haven't been in a long time. And it was pa uh, Patty Smith was playing, who I've never seen. And mm -hmm. if you know, she's a goddess and badass. And uh, she, I, I mean, I, I know Patty Smith. I don't, I'm not like one of the people there that knows everything about Patty Smith. And I was very, uh, it was one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. It was great. I went to the bathroom before the concert and I came out and I was walking past the women's room. And I would say 60 to 70% of the women coming out of the uh, ladies' room looked like Patti Smith. They all had the long gray hair and uh, were all of a certain age. Patti Smith is like mid-70s, I don't know, 75, 6, something like that. Nah. She sounded great, kicked ass. She moved just like an absolute dancer. And aside from the fact that her songs are fantastic and she's a poet and a, uh, an, an important figure, she just... She's funny as hell. She sang her first song and then realized her fly had been down the whole time. And that was, that was good for a laugh. And uh, th there was no percussion. I mean, there was, there was percussion in the sense that there was drums. No, no there, there were no drums. The only percussion was bass and then piano, which have a percussive you know, quality. And her son was on guitar. Some dude was on uh, keyboards and uh, backup vocals. And he also uh, doubled on guitar and bass. And on bass, uh, full bass, was Flea from the Chili Peppers, which I thought was really weird. Um, mm. And for all of my hatred of the Chili Peppers, I have to say, Flea uh, really kicked ass. Oh, he's uh, good. He he actually does have musical talent. Um, there's this band that, uh, well, it's like a super group. It's called Rocket Juice in the Moon. It was like a super group that formed to like play these crazy ja uh, like uh, funk songs, like new funk music. And I was really into like the album they released, and uh, Flea was on that. And it's just, I think it was also Damon Albarn or something from you know Gorillas. But uh, it was a it was, it was they got a great album. I don't know if they've done any more albums since then, but funk music so good. You know. Uh, I probably already talked about this, but I just learned that Parliament Funkadelic invented um, the concept of lighters at um, at concerts. Really? Yeah, because they had the song Flashlight, and um, they would sell as merch flashlights. Um, so you could wave the flashlight during the flashlight song, and then people brought their own flashlights, and then that was a security risk. So, um, you know, so the, instead of that, they would they would you know use lighters because those weren't a security risk and also had light, you know. Wow. Parliament, man. They were very, uh, very impactful to the music scene. And, like, who, who, what, what audience, what crowd invented the wave? Uh, the ocean. I, oh, right. <laughs> it, was, it was at a Billy Ocean concert. And, uh, <laughs> and they, <laughs> Crazy George Henderson at the televised A's-Yankees playoff game in Oakland in 1981. Oh, so you've looked this up, or are you just really a savant? I just Googled it. I just Googled it. I Say love again? Googling things. Where, where was it again? Crazy George Henderson. It happened in Oakland, California at a A's something game. Hold on. So one, one man in particular was responsible for starting the wave? That's, yeah. It says he created it. He, it says he created it at this game. How do you create? Did he, did he know about it coming into it? Whatever. I don't know. The Washington Huskies also claim to have invented it. You know, you know what they call two people doing the wave? Uh, farewell. Kevin? I don't know. Kevin, do you know? The microwave. That, that's a joke from, I think, 1981. Two, what, what, two, two people waving at each other? 
Two is people a microwave? doing the wave. Is it called the microwave? Oh, yeah, because it's a smaller version of the wave. Okay, okay. You okay. got it. Sorry. Sorry. Spencer's with us, everybody. Oh, boy. It took us a oh, while, yeah. but we got there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, okay, so there's this story that the guy who invented Flamin' Hot Cheetos, like, the guy who invented Flamin' Hot Cheetos, um, like, is a motivational speaker and, like, consultant um, who has parlayed inventing Flamin' Hot Cheetos into this huge, lucrative... Um, you know, career path essentially. And, um, but there's an article that came out that was like, well, we looked into it and the guy's story was that he invented it in this year. And he has the story that he pitched it to this one executive and the executive who he pitched it to, uh, also agrees that that was the story. Like he, he corroborates the story, but the problem is that guy didn't work. The executive wasn't working at the company when flaming hot Cheetos were invented and flaming hot Cheetos existed years before the guy who claims to have invented them story took place with that pitch to that executive who again, didn't work at the company until after flaming hot Cheetos have been invented. So like, and then they talked to someone like the reporters also talked to a lady that was on the team that invented flame and hot Cheetos. And they're like, well, they just wanted to see if flame, you know, spicy was a direction we could go flavor wise. <laughs> and so we just kind of grinded on it. Um, but then the lady was white that they talked to. And then there was a lot of people that were mad. They were like, you know, that's just, that's just, you know, white people trying to take credit for this Mexican man man's work. But it does seem pretty cut and dry that <laughs> the guy said they, he invented them at a period that they already had existed for two years. So that does seem kind of, you know, open and shut case. Well, that's that's kind of disturbing news for me because I just right now invented Flamin' Hot Cheetos. What? Just right now. I, well, I, who'd you pitch I, it to? I, I, uh, to, to uh, I, I, I wrote it down and I mailed myself a, uh, a sealed stamped envelope. And uh, <laughs> I, so that's, I think this holds up in court. Also, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold claim here. Fuck flaming hot Cheetos. They're okay. terrible. It's it's not a good kind of hot. I like hot. Well, it's I not like a flavor. Spicy. It's not a flavor. It's just capsaicin. It doesn't have any flavor no. to it. No. It might have hot. like the very slightest lick of vinegar or something, but it just ta- no. it just tastes like an empty corn with spice on it. It's not. It's like, not if, good. If, if, if you, I mean, I, I don't think I want this either. But if you gave me Tabasco flavored here now, now we're going back to brands on things but if, but if you give me uh, like a recognizable flavor not just hot for the sake of hot but people um, contend that it says it has cheese flavor and it doesn't like you can't taste any cheese to it like even just mm-hmm. give us cheese on top of the spice that would be something you know i mean the the fact that you're already you're already in dangerous territory uh messing with cheetos because they are naturally as i understand dangerously cheesy <laughs> Uh, if you if you look at the bag, there is a cheese meter, a cheeseometer, a cheese cheeseometer, cheeseometer, yeah. and it, it, the the needle is buried into dangerous territory. Yeah. It, I think the needle actually goes off the edge of the scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's their. I would go so far as to say they are recklessly cheesy. You know what's crazy is when you invent the cheeseometer and you put it on the bag and then you discover that it's off of the charts cheesy and it's yeah. broken the scale. Maybe yeah. don't put it on all the other bags. They're just going to break. You know, you know how cheesy it is. You it's know that Joel Murray, Joel Murray, who we travel with, was the original voice of Chester Cheetah. I had I, known Joel for years and years and years before he, uh, he, he laid that on us. <laughs> what? 
Yes. That's so he, good. It, which, and I, it's like, I, I remember those commercials, and I, I love that it was Joel Murray, the youngest of the Murray brothers, you know, uh, Bill's youngest uh, brother, the ninth of nine Murrays. Uh, he, he, uh, and if you want to follow Joel, he's Joel Murray, nine of nine on Twitter and Instagram and whatnot. Uh, very, very funny dude. Lovely fellow. Um, but I remember one commercial, I was like, I'm Chester Cheetah. I'm just a cool dude in a loose mood until I see those Cheetos. And then my cool turns to drool. Um, he was kind of like a smooth, like black exploitation character. I can't. I, I, uh, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Sugar Bear. Uh, Sugar Bear started off as kind of a Bing Crosby, maybe a little Dean Martin kind of. And then he went like. Um, then he became much more uh, black. I think I don't know. He kind of went into like a, like a little more of like a, like a groovy kind of like soul soul kind of situation it was great sugar bear was awesome um but chester cheetah um now if you hear chester cheetah on a commercial um be mad because it should be joel murray because he's the original i love a cheeto another reason why i don't like flaming hot cheetos is because do not fucking dick with the duke cheetos are perfect they're fucking fine um if, if so you're you gonna like crunchy cheetos right i do like crunchy cheetos i i do I also am a, a, a sucker for the cheese puff but yeah, they're like so the greasy. They're so greasy. But like you open up a bag of those, you're like, okay, I'm gonna die because I have to eat all these. Because there's so much air in them that you don't feel like you did anything except gave yourself um, an incredible cholesterol rating uh, because it's just oil. But goddamn, yeah, especially good. the the bottom the bottom Cheetos. Like you could yeah. like it's they're damp with oil. It's so oh gross. yeah yeah yeah. You you could you could grease your uh, your the, like your axle and your and your hot rod. Uh, they're greasy. <laughs> They're dangerously greasy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like when food becomes uh, when they're they're aware of the actual peril that they're putting you in by the by the fucking level of cheese or just, just kinda, flavor. We should launch. We should. We should. We should. We should file a lawsuit against Cheetos for like reckless endangerment. I don't, and I, don't, I, see, I, I, I don't think you can because the, the cheeseometer is right there on the bag, Spencer. But they're they, still, uh, they know it's dangerous. They're knowingly selling us dangerous products. Well, McDonald's on their coffee says, be careful. Don't burn yourself, you hillbilly asshole. Don't sue us. This is hot coffee. And they have to say it on the cup because people kept suing them for drinking scalding hot coffee and then going, ouch, my, my face hurts. And uh, well, then they you, would try to sue. I feel like Dan even talked about this, but you know, the story is there's that one lady who like spun off this t stories, but like the, the injuries she got, she got like serious like burns that like like that defy reason like if you if you made a fresh pot of coffee and then immediately threw it on your lap you would not get the burns that this lady did really? like uh it, it which is crazy which is like I, I, I don't you know i don't know why the machine was doing that or what if it was malfunctioning or whatever but that's like apparently like it was like crazy how much damage it did so i think that was part of that one lawsuit but i don't know right i remember eating a fillet of fish back when I used to go to McDonald's. So this is back in the, uh, I think we had just won World War II. Uh, and boy, the filet of fish, you bite into that thing and there was just lava inside it. Fucking hot grease would come out of there and just oh. a jet. And you're dead, you're dead. I used, yeah. I used to enjoy the filet of fish. There's probably no fish in there, but it's still. Oh, McDonald's. Yeah. What, would it, what would you put in a filet of fish if you couldn't use fish? 
What would I put in a fillet of fish if I couldn't use fish? That's the yeah, problem. If you with had vegan, to, yeah, vegan food, vegan technology. Like they're they're making some pretty good fake meats, you know, and uh, and but like there's you go to like a there's vegan like Thai restaurants or you know Asian restaurants and they've got vegan shrimp and vegan fish. I'm like, Ugh, like that, I don't I don't need that. That that's just does it gross. taste fishy? Because like tr- fishiness is a weird flavor. I don't know. I I I tried it early on when when like like early days of people trying to simulate meats. Um, maybe I'll go. I'll go back and I, I had a pretty good fake tuna sandwich the other day mm-hmm. at this at this place in Echo Park. Uh, but it's like garbanzo beans and some other shit. I don't know. I, I don't know how they do it, but it's it's fucking great. I'm getting hungry now. Yeah, I always but I always talk food with people and it always makes me hungry, but it just is so happy. Uh, it like makes me so happy. I just like I get so excited talking and thinking about food. It's so good. Uh, I'm going to get I'm going to get Indian food after this. I think there's this place oh. called Curry King that I've never been to, you know, Curry King and like Atwater. I've never been. Have you been there? No, I'll try. I'm, I'm going to write this down though. I've never been, so I don't know if it's good, but I'm going to go check it out because I've seen it so many times, but it's always closed, I guess, you know, pandemic wise. Um, but yeah, I, I want to check it out. I keep trying different Indian places and some are good for some dishes and some are good for other dishes. Right. Um, and not to be a snob, but when I came, I, I, there's one place that I, I loved and would always go to uh, in, in, my, in like the Silver Lake, Los Feliz area. And mm. they deliver and they're good. But when I came back from India, um, I was kind of ruined on all my LA um, Indian spots because uh, guess what? The food in India, pretty goddamn good. I think it's also uh, a lot more complex and varied, whereas we kind of just have curries that are closer to like, you know, based on kind of yeah. like the British tradition almost. Yeah. Yeah. And my, well, and my, my British friends that are from like, you know, my London friends, they like London curry. They like, they like their curry English style mm-hmm. and it's great, but they, they have trouble finding like good British curry. So maybe curry King might be the one. Um, I, w- I went to my first curry uh, shop in uh, in London last time I was there, and I forget what it was called, but it was absolutely insanely good. But it's it's like its own style, you know. I, th- I think. Yeah, I mean, just it's nice. All the spices are just really good. I mean, I you know this is like basic bitch tastes, but like I've been getting a lot of chicken tikka masala, which is you know like the most basic dish ever. But it's just there's so many flavors, Jeff. You get this creamy, this fatty, this tangy, this spicy. You get the umami of the tomatoes. It's like it's like literally all of the good flavors all hit you at once, and they all meld so good. It's like it's amazing. And I, I like the other curries and stuff, but like they just don't hit like literally every single like one of these these flavor profiles for me like i don't know you know butter chicken's really good chicken korma like there's a lot of great stuff but man, do, you, do you like oh do you like spicy or do you keep it kind of mild i i like spicy um so i usually go to this place called flavor of india and they have a spicy and a non-spicy and the spicy has better flavor like i don't know what it is if it's i don't i feel like it can't just be the spice like kicks everything up but like it just like it has like a better flavor mix although it is yeah. pretty spicy and and because like, indian like if you go full-on hot like indian like, hot, like you you're dead um because uh but but also it, uh going back to the uh to flaming hot Cheetos, it's not heat for the sake of heat. It's not just adding capsaicin. Uh, the, the 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 whatever chilies are using or peppers are using to make it spicy have they have flavor. It adds flavor to it. I, oh I, yeah. I called I called up my place uh, Agra Cafe that I used to go to all the time or order from. 
and the dude comes by with a full-on turban. It's, it's legit, and uh, <laughs> and they're very nice. And and uh, I would always get it medium spicy. I'll get everything medium spicy, and it was it was good. And then I might add a little bit of that green, uh, the, the little green sauce they give you, you know, the little green chili stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, just kick kick it up a little bit more. And one time I, I was like, I, I, I'm gonna get, I'll get these two dishes medium spicy. I said, but this one, let's go. Let's go spicy, spicy. And he's like, like I, I won't do the accent because I'll, I'll be, I will offend everybody. Um, I'll do uh, it. I can do it, but I'm not going to. Um, but he's like, how? Uh, like, do you want an Indian spicy? I'm like, what's that? He's like, that's that's how we eat it. Like, 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 yeah. Give give me that dish the way you would make it for you and your family. Like, like lay it on me, Indian style. He's like, okay. He goes, it's very. And he hot. sits down on the floor, cross legged. <laughs> And, and then when he gave it. it to then when he gave it to me, he took it right <laughs> took back. It back. He took it fucking right oh, no. back. <laughs> oh no! Some some stereotypes are true, everybody. Oh, I don't. No. I don't. I, you know, I hate to break it to you. Uh, so but what happened? He, they delivered the stuff. Um, I get I get, oh, I get my rice out, and I got my I got the three dishes, and I'm you know you make a little I make a, I have this one kind of curved plate, like kind of a not, not kind of a, not quite a plate, not quite a bowl. Put all my stuff in there, and uh, got my chutneys, and I got my raita, uh, and I'm ready to what go. What is raita? It's like a yogurt. There's like okay. you know cucumbers and tomatoes. It's like a, kind of a, th- a thin yogurty sauce, and it's it, it's nice because it, it it's kind of cooling. So if you have the mm-hmm. heat, it's a nice kind of refreshing kind of cool. It's a coolant, I believe. Right. And uh, so I, my phone rings. And it's the dude from uh, from Agra, and he goes, "How is it?" And I go, um, "I'm not enjoying this." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Because you asked for." It. I go, "I know, no, I asked for it." I said, "I can't eat this." Well, it was like I, I I got a few bites in, and I said, "Like this is not fun anymore. This is this is very very painful." And he was laughing, and I was like, "I appreciate it." I say, "I'm, I'm going to stick to medium from now on." And he goes, "Good." I said, it's, "It's nice to try." And the same for Thai. Like if you have, if you get Thai food and get Thai spicy, like get it the way mm-hmm. the way Grandma makes it. Holy <laughs> smoke! Yeah, yeah. I yeah you, you get you get a special kind of diarrhea. Like like your asshole looks like the the, uh, the top of the building at the end of Ghostbusters. We're all- <laughs> <laughs> all of the all of the, all the demons are just shooting out and escaping into the night. Okay, can we do that again? Can we take that again, but in a way that works better for an episode title? Because that should be the episode <laughs> title, but I don't know how to make it fit. Well, we'll, we'll make it fit. <laughs> we, 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 it doesn't have to be a literal quote. We can just we can just capture the moments. No, a, no, for sure. Yeah. But so when I'm getting spicy, I usually go for this, you know, Nashville hot chicken, you know, this new, this new, this new trend and, and how yeah, they're, 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 the they're on every spot. corner now, Spencer. You, I mm-hmm. think I blame you. I blame you and your love of, of hot chick because or hot chickens, because they're, you can't, you can't swing a cat without hitting a hot chicken restaurant now. I, I just have my finger on the pulse of the culture, Jeff. That you know, it's not. I'm not doing it. I'm just feeling it being done. You know, but Helen uh, uh, Ray's is really great. I've gotten the the high, the most the most spicy um, chicken from them, and it was really bad. Like I, we went as a challenge, we me and my friends, and I brought two gallons of milk and like a gallon of water um, to, and then we got like the spicy chicken. We got a bunch of other stuff. Like you have the chicken, and it's just. It's just burning. That's all it is. The chicken's great, but the flight, you know, all you could do is your mouth is just on fire. And then like I chug like half a gallon of milk and it just doesn't help at all. Like the best thing I could do. Are you at the restaurant doing this or are you at home? 
Well, it's a it's you can't be in the restaurant because it's kind of like a, a strip mall kind of situation, but they have like a seating area. So I was in the gotcha. outdoor seating area of kind of food court situation. And um, and so like the best thing I can do is just kind of hold milk in my mouth. <laughs> like It's just kind of like have a mouthful of milk and be like, and this doesn't hurt as bad. <laughs> and then now, it's just like your stomach is in knots for four days. <laughs> When you ordered it, are you, is, is that just the, how it regularly comes? Or did you, did you say, give me the volcanic, uh, like, up your yeah. butt with the coconut? Yeah. I wanted the volcanic. I've had the, I wanted the highest one. I've had the second highest one before. And it was, it was, it's weird because the second highest one is basically the same amount of hot. Like, like they're just, you're, you're in for the same amount of pain, but there is a little bit of a step up and I've had the second one, uh, uh before, but I wanted to try you know, I've always wanted to try the biggest one They make you like sign a waiver and stuff. One time <laughs> I got the Howlin' Rays and I touched my eye after I touched the chicken while I was driving and then my yeah. eye started burning and I was driving and I was like, ah, my eye. And then I put, um, um, I put I put water in. I was trying to flush it out with water while I was driving, but I just like put water in my eye and that spread the spice all throughout my eye. And then my eye just exploded in pain. And it, it, it was a nightmare. But then there was this moment where I had and I've told the story, I'm sure. But there's this moment where I had to get very Zen, which is just like I'm in terrible pain. This is going to keep happening. I don't know how to stop it and I don't know when it will stop. So I need to just become okay with this. And my existence is just burning eye world, you know, for the next five, 20 minutes, the rest of my life, who knows? But like, there's this very Zen moment that happened to me and I don't think I've ever had a moment like it since then, but it was just, I just, it was, it was, it really stood out to me where I was like, Oh well, shit, uh, uh, I can I control everything. Because, like in, in your mouth, um, the capsaicin pain isn't actual pain. You're not actually burning. It's just it's just a sensor that your brain is being told that you're on fire, but you're actually fine. It's it's just a it's just a psychological not psychological. It's a neurological effect happening. But it seems like if you put it in your eye, that might be different. It seems like we, like you you can fuck your eye up if you if you well, put think, a hot sauce in it. I think spice can cause chemical burns. Um, uh, I know that like sour foods can cause chemical burns, um, but I think spice can too. So I'm not sure. It's definitely an irritant regardless, you know, anything else aside, it's absolutely an irritant. Yeah. So I don't, I, I was a, I was an amateur egg pickler for a while. Uh, I, I enjoy a pickled egg and, uh, that I got, I got like a, a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I dabbled in the, in the, uh, the egg pickling arts and, uh, I, uh, I I mashed together a couple recipes. One was the Wisconsin Badgers, uh, like 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 that's their famous recipe from the like the campus at, at, in Wisconsin. I don't know, uh, and some other one. And then I kind of freestyled it. So there's like like cloves of garlic and carrots and onions and pickling spices and all this jazz. And you put vinegar in there and uh, salt and all this jazz. And it's, it's when you pickle it, then you then you get all these pickled vegetables too that you put on stuff mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. And pickled garlic is great. And uh, and I cut up uh, some habanero, and I'd never worked with habaneros before. And I cut them up, made sure not to touch my face or my eyes, and uh, vigorously washed my hands afterwards. Uh, put the thing in the pot, sort of, you know, you, you boil it up and you get everything going, and then you put the eggs in there, and then you jar it up and you leave it in there for, you know, I don't know, a couple months or whatever. And later that day, I'm masturbating. And again, I tell you, I had assiduously... <laughs> Wash my hands. <laughs> my dick was on fire. I'm not, I'm not joking. This is not Davis exaggeration. My dick was on fire for three days. There was nothing for it. There was nothing. There was no 
you can't just pour milk on it uh you, you couldn't wash it it was there's was nothing to do except just like like you say this is my life now my <laughs> life is uh my, my dick's on fire <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking worst. I, I've told the story to chef friends. Like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't touch your body for a long time after that. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Like, I just like it, when I eat the hot chicken, I'm just like, I'm not gonna touch my face. Like, if I need anything, I'll like rub my, you know, my nose on my elbow or like my shoulder or something, you know, my sleeve. But I'm not gonna touch like my hands. I'm gonna, you know, not not be directly. But is, it, is, is there names of the um, of the different levels of spice? Do they have like like cutesy names for the uh, for when you're leveling up your spiciness? Yeah, there's like uh well maybe not that much. There's country, there's mild, there's medium, there's medium plus, there's uh there's hot, um X hot and howling. I think I might be missing one or two, but that's basically Okay, that's disappointing. There's an opportunity there to come up with fun, funny names for the for the Oh, if you go to the, the other ones, you'll see all sorts of shit. It's 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 upsetting. It's it's very I've been to so many of these places, it gets very tedious. It's like I get it. You you have there's five puns that can be made and you made all of them. Um I think there should be one that's uh the the top of the building from the end of Ghost, Ghostbusters. <laughs> And then it would say in parentheses requires waiver. That's what that's what happens. Uh, do you guys want to play D anD D? But before we do, I, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to mention something. I'm going into surgery on Wednesday coming up. Oh shit! Um, what's today? The fifteenth. I'm going into surgery. It's not a, not a, not a serious thing. Um, I, I I've talked about like my my, my broken nose. And I was mm-hmm. going to get that fixed, but there was no time to get it fixed before I go on the road because I'm an idiot. I waited too long. After I should have got it right when I uh, was vaccinated and was sort of safe to go into the hospital, right. but I didn't, and now I have to wait until I'm on break after a, a ton of gigs. But so I talked to the doctor, and he's like, "We'll we'll do it when you're back." I have a very severely deviated septum, and it makes it hard to breathe and shit. So I'd be constantly playing with it and stuff. Like, I, like you can feel if I put my finger up my nose, you can feel my septum, you know, waggle. It's gross. Oh, and it's, it's, shit. It ain't good. And uh, so I'm constantly fucking with it. And then because it's laying on its side, my right nostril always gets kind of stuffed up. And it's like it's like it's not easy to blow my nose. And so I'm, 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 I've become kind of an, an inveterate nose picker. I'm constantly twisting up handkerchief, or, or Kleenex and putting it up there. And I'm just I'm just really fucking with my nostril. And one day my finger's up my nose. And I feel like this kind of like protruding like bump like like a smooth like there's more stuff in there and then gradually it's growing into this growth like this raised growth and i like a week of that goes by and of course now i'm fucking with it like i'm playing with this thing in my yeah, fucking you're obsessed mouth with it. Like, sure yeah you, like it's like yeah like like something stuck in your tooth yeah and uh and i call up my doctor and i go hey and we get online and do a zoom uh telemedicine thing and I lean up and put a flashlight up there, and he goes, "Oh, okay." He goes, uh, "You need to come in." <laughs> this goes, is you, bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. What no. the fuck? He's like, "You got to come in." So I get in there, and he goes, "Okay, um, that has to come out." And what he what he thinks and says it is, and it, so I'm scheduled to go in on Wednesday. It's just a quick little thing. I hope to, just to just to take this because it's, it's it's been growing. And again, if somebody had just said, "Jeff, get your finger out your fucking nose." That lump would have never happened. What it is, it's, it's from, first of all, trauma starts it, so maybe the nose break, but also me constantly fiddling with that, that my septum. 
um, have created what he calls a pyrogenic granuloma. It's just a bunch of blood vessels. And he goes, it's not going to go away without surgery. And fortunately, I, I have insurance and this will cost me very little. And uh, so I get to go in there and have a fucking, it, I, I would lean up and show you this, but it looks like Quato from Total Recall is growing inside my fucking nostril. And I kind of want to see it just to nice. call your bluff on the fact that no. you didn't fucking get the doctor to look up your nose over Zoom. I don't know. You, I, I would have to get a light. Do you really want to see it? No, I just don't believe you. I mean, I guess this would be crazy you that, can, that this you is can, the you, one. Can, can, can you see how much this this side sticks? You can feel it in there. It's like a, it's like the size of like like the rounded end of like the tip of my like yeah, like my wow. my pinky my pinky nail, and it's just yeah. it, it's 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 gross. And so that's got to go because I can't breathe at all when I sleep right now because I get like if, if this because if I this side is almost completely blocked, right. it's driving me fucking nuts. So I've ne no one's ever been more excited to go into surgery. And here's a problem. One little hiccup here. I made the horrible mistake of watching Dr. Death on uh, on Peacock about the about yeah. the doctor that fucking kills everybody. <laughs> yeah. While they're under general anesthesia. Right. Uh, not a great thing to watch unless you like watching uh, Christian Slater awesomely overact. <laughs> so I, I get to go in there and have a fucking quato taken off of my fucking face. But they're not fixing your septum, right? That's this is just no, that, just that. But thing. here's the fucking bummer, you guys, and this made me very depressed. When I went in there the day, he goes, I said, I said, doctor, it's growing. So I went back in, and he goes, okay, yeah, that's not good. He goes, but we're, we're, it'll get taken care of, and that'll be good. He goes, the problem is because the uh, the septoplasty when they're going to fix my septum, and um, and also the, they're going to straighten my nose out too because it kind of starts it's going that way a little bit. Um, that's just vanity. That's not, you know, I, I, most importantly, I want my septum straight so I can breathe right again. Yeah, for sure. And it, is, and it sounds like you have a really badly, like, you know, there's a degrees of deviation in the septum. And it sounds like you have a very yeah. serious one. I've had two doctors look at my nose and both of them went, wow. Yeah. Like it's I like, have a deviated septum too, but it's just barely, you know, you, it doesn't cause me a problem. Yeah. No, mine's like, like almost like 45 degrees. It's, it's, it's That's fucking fucked. well. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so then he says, the problem is now that it's gotten bigger, I might have to take so much tissue out that I don't know if we're going to have enough septum left for it to be able to do the septoplasty safely. So now I might not even be able to get my fucking nose fixed because I waited too long and then I picked my nose too much and now I got a fucking quato up there and now I may not be able to get the fucking nose surgery. He said, not for sure, he goes, but it's a concern. So fingers crossed that when quato comes out, there's still enough fucking septum tissue or cartilage or whatever that is to be able to go and straighten it back out and then click and do all that shit. Or maybe so, if they just take everything out, you'll just have this great breathing hole. Like you'll have like a new, like a new pipeline of air, you know? No, that don't look like like an elephant ceiling. It'll just be a big bulbous floppy thing on my face. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going out, like going to the, from your, your inner skull to the, like the inside of your nose, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, if they're taking stuff out and there's blockages in that area, then it's like, maybe that'll help your breathing. I don't know. You know, whatever. That's, whatever. that's what always blew my mind about, Michael Jackson, like he kept fucking with his nose. Like your nose is such a huge part of of the sound that you make as a singer. Like your sinus, like like that air passage is what that resonance is what makes you a great singer. And he kept fucking with his nose, and he kept fucking little boys. <laughs> oh no! Uh, he, was the, he was the king of pop. He was the king of pop. The timing, okay. The timing of your remark towards your laugh, and then the 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 attack 
attack of the laugh you know like attack decay sustain release or whatever the attack of the laugh and then the length of the laugh was all just very perfect in a way that i was like this fucking i love this kicks ass oh yeah i mean when i watched the um beyond neverland the date that he was at the height of his alleged and i would say almost certain uh molestation days in crimes was exactly the time when i met him and his arm was around me and uh he was very nice and as i told the story before he didn't want to meet the adults in the cast of the king and i he only wanted to meet the kids sure and when asked when asked why his uh, his handler said because he's not comfortable around adults he's kind of a child himself and we all thought oh that's that's sad and kind of cute meanwhile he's staring in the you know children's buttholes and stuff well i mean that's not to say that's unrelated maybe maybe you know his alienation from human or abuse is like pushed him away from humans and it's like it's 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 stunted his maturity or something you know i'm not saying that makes it okay but it's like that might it might not just be a coincidence those might be very linked you know yeah i, I think that he, yeah, he he had like arrested development and just never never really grew up and uh and uh was comfortable around children and enjoyed the company of children and felt safer around them more than the, the company of adults because of you know the awfulness that he had gone through but then you know he crossed over into whatever michael the michael jackson version of puberty is and he's around little boys you know so right oh no it's a horror it's not a good situation but uh yeah i don't know um do, do you want to crack open a pbr a, P, a pb and j soda and just and, and get this out of the way you got yours kevin Oh, mine are all gone now. All right. Did you, okay, did you so drink them all? Did you drink them all? He chugged, he poured them all in the same pitcher and just drank it. I was like, what did are you, you actually, doing? Did, 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 when you drank those sodas, like, like the carrot cake or the fucking pickle juice or the ranch dressing, did you finish them? Did you drink them to completion or did you pour them out? No, I, I maybe had two or three sips of each. Yeah. Uh, they, I, same with me and they all went down uh, my bathroom sink. Yeah, it's me too. I, I, as I'm doing it, as I'm pouring it down the sink, I'm just, I'm like, there's, there's going to be some very unhappy fish out in San Pedro Harbor. Yeah. With, with, with this fucking, with this fucking witch's brew of bullshit fucking hits the outlet there. That's cause like, I, I felt bad for, for, for the, uh, for the uh, ec ecology, for the <laughs> environment. Do you have your sodas there, Jeff? I do. And also, because I have so little respect for these, They've been sitting in a cardboard box by my computer the entire time. So they are, this is going to be a, they've always been room temperature, which I'm sure does not help. No. Okay. okay uh, Kevin, the, Kevin, you guys take over. I'm going to go grab the soda. You guys fill. Okay. So this one again, uh, Lester, Lester's fixins brings you uh, some crazy sodas. This is peanut butter and jelly soda. Uh, and, and if you, if you can see the image here, it is a very, as we discussed earlier, a very sloppily ratioed, peanut butter and jelly sandwich where shit's just oozing out that's not how you do that that is not how you do it so already they've they've lost trust they've lost they've lost my trust and it's it's an odd kind of passion fruit mang not mango like guava colored it is neither peanut butter colored nor jelly colored nor uh anywhere in between I don't know it's what grapefruit you, colored, like you, like great like ruby red grapefruit juice. Yeah, it looks like, like, like it, it looks like this, like a nice mai tai, like like you could throw yeah. an umbrella in this. Okay, I've got the bottle opener here. It's gonna make me fucking feel like I'm gonna puke again. I just know it. I feel like it's almost psychosomatic at this point. 
I'm trying to think of things uh, to say to my anesthesiologist right before they put me under, like like some some funny little line. But then 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 I'm thinking, you know what? Don't like keep them focused. Don't 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 distract them with comedy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Oh. oh, okay. I only have one working nostril, so the smell is. It does okay. This is it. Does smell a little bit like peanut butter. Yep, and I got a tiny bit of jelly too. It definitely smells like peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, but I've 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 been hurt before, Lester's fixins. I you you have you have hurt me before. I can see okay, it in you your got, face. That's how I feel. I feel the same no, way no, you the, feel. The, I think dread. I think dread yes. is the is the word here. Okay, uh, Kevin, you got yours. No, he doesn't. Oh, you drank them all. Yeah, you or, or poured them out. Okay, here we go. Jeff is drinking. What what do you think, Jeff? I'm gonna take a drink while you talk, or I'll just drink it. Take a drink while you don't talk. Tastes kind of cream. Jesus Christ, kind of like a cream soda head. Where that you is get the best the peanuts. one. That, that is the best one so far. It's it, it. It could taste a little bit more peanut buttery for me. I, I'm not getting a whole lot of peanut butter out of this. Or yeah. maybe it's my because I'm I'm so stuffed up that I don't have a, a great sense of taste right now. Or I have COVID. Yeah, I actually get more of the peanut butter than the jelly. Like the jelly just has the very slightest scent element and then sweetness. But the kind of like I'm getting like it kind of tastes like a like a peanut cream soda or something with then just a little kind of hit of fruit. Yeah, it's not it's it's not there's not a lot of fruit flavor. There's not a whole lot Mm -hmm. of peanut butter. There's a mild bit of peanut butter. Yeah. Again, if if I if, if I had a glass of tumbler with some ice, you throw a little um. I think you throw a little um, maybe amaretto, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a strong spirit like a uh, like maybe like a, a bourbon, and well, then and then, do, uh, what about and white then, Russian, white Russian maybe yeah white, that, could, that could work. Uh, maybe a little tuaka. I don't know. And then, but then definitely needs soda. It needs it needs like, even though it's fizzy already, it needs to have like a good fizz on it. Yeah, it's okay. That one is the least offensive of all of the uh, of, of the Lester's fixings that we've had so far, at least in my in my estimation. Yeah, it's it's not. It just it again. It's the same thing where it just like it has this flavor that's like this is wrong, and you know this is wrong. Um, I, feel, I I mean I don't want to defame the good people over at Lester's fixings. Um, I get the feeling that wait when you, when you said earlier that there was when you were talking about the 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 drama surrounding who created and who did not create right uh flame and hot cheetos you said that the the, the team that created flame and hot cheetos see the people over at, at cheetos was that frito-lay probably who, who probably. makes cheetos yeah Frito-Lay. like they, yeah they, they have scientists they have a laboratory i don't think lester's fictions has the full uh capability <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that 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 frito-lay corporation has they're kind of fl- a fly-by-night co- corporation where they're just kind of throwing shit in there and then bottling it up without a whole lot of quality control. I don't think. I, I, I don't get the feeling that they, they that they either love peanut butter and jelly or even soda all that much. This seems like they're they're just they, they found a niche. They, they they probably had one funky one and then now they're just like they're trying to be like the jelly bellies of soda. They're making like booger flavored and stuff like that. 
Yeah, you know, it's interesting, um, you know, like uh, like uh, companies, manufacturers, product manufacturers, food manufacturers, they when they want like a flavor, they often con- contract with flavor companies, which are like companies of flavorists and flavor scientists, which are very much like perfumists, except instead of creating like complex fra- fragrances, they create kind of flavors that they can make candy or, you know, all sorts of things. So they probably just contracted some flavor com- company and it was like, do you have any, you know, peanut? butter jelly compounds and they're like yeah we got this one but like i don't think they were doing like i think they were just pulling like half-assed mixes off the shelf and like selling them to rocket fizz like i don't think there was a lot of like r&d going on it is pretty cool though like if you if you're a, uh, a you know a chemical engineer or a chemist or whatever you call it uh, if, if you're into chemistry like i think in, like some some high school chemistry class they, the teacher took like two different esters and combined them like and they were just these two completely tasteless things and combined them in certain ratios and it tasted exactly like banana so like like to, to, like that, that is kind of a magical kind of alchemical kind of thing going on that, that that's kind of a fun thing yeah like like if you're a, uh, a perfumier and like your job is to smell everything mm-hmm. you ever read that book perfume by um no what's his name boy oh boy John Patrick, Sus- Patrick Suskind Patrick Swayze Suskind I think I don't know they Suskind made, they made some awful right. movie about it which I won't watch because how do you make a movie about a guy that smells things I don't, I, I don't think and he funny. wants to kill women or something I think he kills yeah. women to get his fragrances or something well he he, he becomes a murderer but I don't think it's because they, they, oh. they smell like anything but I like okay. the idea like he could like he could smell how much money you had in your pocket he like he, his <laughs> sense of smell was that acute that's cool yeah it's a good book I wouldn't watch a movie about it though the ending is just a freak out. Uh, it's it's very it's very violent. I won't spoil it for you, um, but it's a goodie. Um, do you want to play D and D? I'm I'm feeling lazy. Do you not want to? Well, we're, let's, or let's, what, when you say you're feeling lazy, what's the con? What's the what's the connotation of that? Is that I'm feeling lazy and don't want to play D and D, or I'm feeling lazy and do want to play D and D? I don't know. I'm having fun talking to you now. I'm, I, I am too. I'm, I you know we don't have to. I, I I'd be fine with it. With not. Um, uh, yeah. Let's let's. Uh, are we gonna piss off Kevin? Are we gonna piss people off if we don't play D and D right now? Is there gonna be a mutiny? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's just happy for us to do a show. Yeah, we're the only show on Jeff. There's no there's no shows other than that. No, so it's all so, reruns. So yeah. So they can all just piss up a rope. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're gonna get what they're gonna get. Hmm. Um. I, oh, see. Now, I can drink a whole Pellegrino. And not get the not get the jitters. I had two sips of that shit, and why does that make me want to barf? Because it's gross. Yeah, but like I also feel like I I also got the 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 heart flutter. Yeah, I really do feel my heart racing. Is it? Is there? It can't have more. Is it? Is there caffeine in these? I would be surprised if there's caffeine. No. 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 It's not far from me that does custom bottled soda. Like they'll they'll make you whatever flavor you want, whatever label you want. If we were gonna like make a that happens soda, first should we do that? And second, what would the flavor be? I'd say exactly what the flavor should be. We should we should ask them to make a Mountain Dew flavored soda. Yeah, I was gonna say Fernet Branca, but I, yeah, Mountain oh yeah. I mean, no, but still, yeah, that'd be <laughs> very hard to replicate. It's just a lot of very herbs, hard. you know. A lot of herbs. 
As a, I, I, one, I have all the old, not all, I have a lot of the old artwork, the old posters from like, you know, from, you know, 1849 on and shit. Mm-hmm. And one is in German and it is like a, some sort of monkey, like a baboon or a, sitting in a tree. And he's got a bottle of Fernet Branca up and like, on a, like hanging off a limb over here. And he's got a blank bottle and a can of paint and he's, tr- he's forging another bottle. Uh-huh. And in German, it says, um, often duplicated, never replicated, or something like that. Like, uh, uh, there's a lot of imitators, but you can't get it right. Um, mm. Yeah, oof. Man, have you heard of this alcohol called uh, chartreuse? Oh, fuck yeah. Chartreuse? Is, is that. Go ahead. Huh? No, ask your question. So chartreuse is like this, like a veg, veg, like a herbaceous kind of liquor, right? And so yeah. I would imagine its flavor profile kind of seems a little bit similar to Fernet Branca. So have you had it? I have. It's it's one of those things where it's it's it, a lot of the um, the the Amari. Uh, that's not really an Amaro. Um, I don't know what, how you classify that, but it's it's a, it's a very herbal spirit. And yeah, herbal uh, cordial. Char- chartreuse like. is really really. Rough going. It's not for everybody, but it's it's not quite in an, in an absinthe like way. It, it gets me um, like you get buzzy on chartreuse. At least I do. It, it, it it's a very stony. I, I would say it's a little closer to malort than fernet branca, but it's mm-hmm. chartreuse is, is is its own jam all the way. Uh, I don't want malort, but yeah, sure. I, I heard a podcast about it because apparently there's this really really expensive stuff that's like the actual stuff that's made by Carthusian monks because they like invented it, but then the recipe got leaked or something, so it started being mass produced. Um, but like you know, the artisanal like monk made stuff is like five thousand dollars for a shot or something. So I'd what? imagine that tastes better. But I want I want it was like. Man, I Kevin, find, find us that for the next episode. Find us the five thousand dollar a shot chartreuse. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, now, now everybody's making frenets now. Like I'm going to be in Chicago, and actually, awesomely, I got a few days off in Chicago where I guess get to go cruise in a boot. Oh uh, yeah. So there will be a, there will be Italian food, and uh, but there's a there's a company I think it's called Leatherby, and they make a lot of their own. They, they make their own frenet, and they make their own like. I don't know if they make their own vermouths or things like that, but they make a lot of uh, their own kind of artisanal spirits and things like that. It's groovy. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, here's, here's something. Now the bars are back open that I've noticed. I was talking about this with a friend of mine today. Everyone's ordering old fashions. That's become like, a, is, is, was there like a TV show or a music video where everybody's drinking old fashions? Because now, like, you, you'll see like college age girls come into a bar and they're like, can we get old fashions? And like, that's not normally a drink that you would see youngsters order. And my friend Calisto, who works at La Cita, which is like in downtown Los Angeles, and a lot of the um, like Dodger fans, like like the homies, like the Latino guys, like that's a big like hangout for them. And my friend Calisto goes, he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah man. He's like, I, I like, hey, yo, bro, can I get an old fashioned? It's just like you like normally it would be a beer and a shot at that at that bar, but now everybody wants an old fashioned. It's weird that that's become sort of a, I don't know if that's if that's a global trend or just a, like a, a local thing around here. Yeah, I could definitely believe it if it were like an L.A., kind of like a hip kind of thing, you know? It's a good drink. I'm trying to find it. I'm, see if there's any reasons. I can't find anything that says, like, you I know. Can't, I, oh. I, I, I know there's people out there suffering way more than a guy with a bump in his nose. And, uh, and, and I'm not worried about the surgery. I'm not, like, stressing out about it. I just want this done so bad. I, it's like I'm, I'm, I've got ants in my pants, and I want to get this thing out of my face so badly. Yeah, anytime you're like having some sort of health problem where it's like 
it's like physical you could feel it it's just like you can't get it out of your mind because it's just like this wasn't happening and now it's like the only thing my body can sense you know i know but i i, I should shut up about it because i've got friends that are going through actual real serious serious shit and they, they, yeah like me they, what's, what's going on with you i stubbed my toe yesterday oh where's your parade i don't know did you break your toe no no it was fine uh, i did study it hurt you know but but you know that's just that's just my life i've been trying to slow down i i don't want to necessarily 100 percent stop weed uh, but i want to i don't want to like smoke like vape cartridges anymore like i have been um regularly so i think i'm gonna try and stop um i don't know i might buy some weed or something at some point but i might just like you know only smoke socially or something when 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 other people have it because i was I, like gosh, i don't know it was making it was making me feel bad again so i've got a freezer full of drugs that i just like they're just gonna sit there i've got i've got people just keep giving me weed and like 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 fairly like enough weed to last me a fucking lifetime i don't i don't smoke it that often mm-hmm. like i'll do it once in a while but then i i don't want to eat everything in my house i got just the wildest munchies and then, then i'm just like i'm just licking my i'm just sticking my finger in mustard jars and licking my finger it's fucking it, everything tastes great and then yeah. and then you're a big fat bastard afterwards so i don't like that you're telling i've got, me. I've got I found a little packet of uh, loose mushrooms, uh, ground up mushrooms wow. powder. And I thought, you know, what? I was making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm like, I'm gonna just gonna, I'm gonna dust it up there. Let's just, just, have I already told this? I think I did. No, I don't. I don't remember yeah. this, but maybe. And so I just, you know, I just kind of lightly, like, like if you were like making a, a salad, just a little bit of black pepper. You know, it's kind of a little, little, a light dusting. And I did that. And I thought, you know what? That's that's just a little bit. If I'm gonna do it, let's do it. So I, I gave it another pass. That was a mistake. The first oh, no. bit would have, the first bit would have been great. I was high as a Georgia pine for I don't know like five hours, six hours. It was fun. It was just a little bit more than I'd bargained for. Yeah, I've never done any uh, hallucinogenics or psychedelics or anything. I'm uh, I'm terrified of my horrible attitude. You know. Um. Yeah. I, so, some dude gave me acid like a couple years ago. And it was, it, was, it was just sitting in my freezer. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay home. I'm going to order some Thai food. And I'm going to watch Cabaret, one of my favorite movies. And if I haven't mentioned this before, Cabaret on Acid, fucking do it. It is uh, it's pretty wild. <laughs> we got to watch Brazil on Acid. And I don't like Brazil. But on Acid... I think Brazil, uh, Brazil kind of thinks that you already are. I don't know. I think you, you got to watch something that... that, that that doesn't know that you're on acid. Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain. You know about Holy like Mountain? T- like Tartowski? Like yeah, I don't remember. I was I did a girl. Was that Jodorowsky? Jodorowsky? Who is that? Yeah. Jodorowsky, yeah. Oh, she, Holy Mountain's fucking nut. That, that movie's yeah. crazy. Yeah, she yeah, fucking Il-to- loved it. Yeah. Let's do acid and watch Il Topo. <laughs> uh, that could be good. You know, I, you know, you, you guys ever see Clutes? I just saw Clutes for the first time. That, that movie's great. What is that? It's Jane Fonda and uh, Donald Sutherland, and kind of like a, uh, kind of like a thriller, kind of like a suspensey thriller where Jane Fonda is a prostitute and she's being kind of stalked by and nobody knows who, and Donald Sutherland is a is a detective try, trying to save her and stuff. It's it's very good. Clute. Uh, Clute. That's that's Donald Sutherland's name great name yeah. he's so yeah. good that he doesn't move at all 
I'm just I'm just kind of just rambling now. I mean, I, I just don't I I feel so distracted by everything because I have to like in the morning I have to get on the phone and talk to my uh, anesthesiologist who uh, is the guy that's going to either make me die or not die. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also have to take they gave me a home COVID test. It looks like a very complicated apparatus. So I got to take my own COVID test and shit like that. <sighs> yeah. Anesthesia. I, just, I, I, I want to show you guys, but it's so nasty. It just it looks it looks like um, if you took the skin off a testicle, right. it, it would just be like it, just a smooth, glowing, like shiny orb of blood vessels. It's not good. So you think your 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 testicles are glowing, shiny orbs of blood vessels? I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain. Okay. Fair enough. I, I mean, th- th- doesn't that just seem like like, like th- th- that's the case? I mean, for you, I definitely imagine you having glowing balls. Yes, I, I think I that's imagine. why. I think that's why God made scrotum so unattractive because He doesn't want you to to discover the beauty that lies within. Because you, we, we'd all just be ripping off the our flesh and looking at the glowing orbs inside of our body. <laughs> Yeah, that does actually sound pretty sweet. And that's what makes me believe in a divine. What, no, what's it called? A, divine uh, intervention? No. Beautiful d- design. Uh, what's it oh, called? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Intelligent design. <laughs> that's intelligent design right there. That's 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 if there's never if there's never been a case for it, there it is. How could okay, God heart, make my, an eyeball? My heart is racing again. I need, I need to like take like an edible or something like that and calm the fuck down. Yeah. I wonder what the deal with that is. I wonder if we'll ever get to the bottom of why soda. I just, I'm, I'm having t- too much sugar. I don't know. It's too much sugar. Yeah, it's very sugary. That's the problem with those the Lester's fixins. That they're 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 insanely sweet. They're really 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 sweet. Yeah, let me see how much sugar. Forty two grams of sugar. Jesus how many grams Christ! Are in this thing. That's a I fucking a lot of grams. sugar. How much yeah. is in a Pellegrino? Is this great podcasting or what? I think so. That's 10 teaspoons of sugar in one bottle. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's how many? Isn't that? No, no, how many many grams? 42. Okay, that's almost twice as much as in a Pellegrino. (laughs) Not quite, but it's almost twice as much. That's nuts. Jeez. All right. Well, I think we're out of show. Next Sunday... I will be here, and I'm hoping. He said it's going to take a week to heal, so I, ho- I hope I don't, I don't look like uh, Jack Nicholson from Chinatown and have a big thing on my face. Yeah. But uh, did you ever see Chinatown, Spencer? No. Well, With Jake, point, right? Jake, yeah, Jake Giddies. Uh, yeah, he gets a he has he gets his he gets a switchblade up his nostril, and the guy pulls it out the side. So he he spends most of the movie with a big piece of gauze taped to his head. I got to check that movie out. It was in I, I read a uh, screenwriting book and it was it was part of it, so probably worth reading. It's, it's one of the great joys of dating uh, younger women. Uh, this I'm, I don't, I'm not getting all like fucking Joe Rogan on you right now, or Adam Carolla. Uh, but like when people have, haven't seen classic movies, it's fun to show people like Chinatown for the first time or The Hustler or stuff like that. And I, I really enjoy that. Yeah. I would we'll see, also we'll enjoy joy, uh, dating younger women. That sounds good. 
Yeah. I used to have a rule that, speaking of Ghostbusters, my rule, my rule like, you know, when I was younger, is that the girl that I was dating had to be older than Ghostbusters. Now, she better fucking be older than Ghostbusters. For me, oh, it's boy. you gotta be older than Wilford Brimley was during the filming of the movie Cocoon. And have the same mustache. <laughs> and just really have a, a burning desire to, to educate people about diabetes. And right before she takes her, takes her clothes off, she looks you in the eye and she says, Spencer, it's the right thing to do and the right way to do it. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Can we, Is can that we our end show? There? Yeah. yeah. I think so, that's our show. Hey, thank you, Hapachinos, for listening. Uh, I've been Jeff Davis. Spencer has been Spencer. Uh, brought to you by Tecate Light, as always, and the good people of Bounty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dangerously absorbent. I think it says there on, on the on the Bounty package. <laughs> the absorbometer is broken. But uh, yeah, just check out Jeff. Jeff's going on tour. The Who's Live. What is it? Who's Live? Is it anyway? Dot com. It's Who's Live Anyway. Dot com. And who's we are coming anyway? to. We, we are almost certainly coming to a, a, a town near you because we're all over the goddamn shop. Yeah, uh, there's so many tour dates. There, it's also you can see your tour dates on Jeff's Instagram account, I believe. That's that's what I've yeah. been looking at, and and it's it's constantly being updated. Uh, a couple cities, and I won't name them right now uh, because maybe things will change. But a couple, we are trying to make things as COVID friendly as absolutely possible. Some states and cities uh, don't care about vaccinations and don't care about masks and don't care about um, any of that shit. So uh, there'll be a couple things that'll be scratched off, uh, but we're playing all the cool places where the cool people live, and uh, where science is a is an actual thing, and uh, and uh, up is down, down is up. I mean, the opposite of that. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then while Jeff's gone, um, we're me and Kevin are gonna try and do the show uh, without without Jeff. Uh, we're we're we'll try and pull you as if we can, but you know we we might have to. The show must go on. You know. I'm going to do my best to do it remotely from whatever uh, backstage or hotel room I, I'm in across this great nation of ours. <laughs> yeah, but so check those out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't have anything. I don't. Uh, I, I, yeah, you have a Patreon. <laughs> I want to start a Patreon. Maybe I'll do that someday. Do it. I, I've been very lazy on it. If, you, if, if any of my uh, my patrons are out there, um, uh, we have we have new content coming out uh, in a couple days. So stick with us. Um, I've been extraordinarily lazy, and I will make it up to you. I promise. Um, I, okay, let's sign off. Thank you, Kevin Day, so much for, for making it happen. Sure. Anytime. If you guys are watching that happen. Drop home video coming up next. The amazing movie Nuki. Nuki. Oh yeah, we were gonna watch the trailer. That would have been a good way to kill time. Um, shit, do I, I mean, do I have time to stick around? I may have to watch this. Well, yeah, so if you guys are down for watching so I, what I would consider must-see entertainment, uh, important filmmaking, uh, from the good people at Schraub Home Video. All right, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump out and, uh, and, uh, and make a sandwich. Yeah, man, shit with Satan, uh, go with God, uh, smoke back salt. All right, I, I've, I'll see you, uh, when I come out of anesthesia, motherfucker. Yeah, man. Have a good surgery. Take Bye. care. Bye.